Jeff Sir, welcoming the Ummah to the second half of uh, Wasail Al-Am, Sadiqa, Truthful News. And Alhamdulillah, we are very privileged to have our very own uh, Member of Parliament, Ahmed Mansour Sheikh Imam, talking about all the issues uh, that is happening in the locally and also in internationally. And inshallah, uh, sit back and enjoy. warahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Mashallah, the city of Cape Town. Of course, we've had a session yesterday with some of the ministers. And of course, some members of parliament attempted to attack Minister Godan, you know, on Transnet privatizing. He gave the assurance that there is no privatizing of Transnet. However, that is a conflicting statement. Uh, well, I'm not sure if it is conflicting. Let's, let's, let's put it to you that way, because not long ago, we did speak about in order to enhance the rail service, you're also going to be offering it to private individuals. In other words, you can have private entities that can also work or own uh, alongside government, you know, rail networks and things. And they, of course, they can use and share the same network, uh, railway network. But at the same time, it could be in the hands of private individuals. So, but I think many of them attempted to attack him and he uh, very appropriately responded to a whole lot of them. <laughs> so out of all the ministers, I think he was bore the brunt of, of, of the attacks yesterday. Uh, but anyway, Nesfus, 5 billion rand, that is the amount that was given to those that were not eligible. And a large percentage of them that they even granted Nesfus student funding did not even get it with the parents' consent. So really how poorly managed, not, not you know, is Nesfus, and I think that for that reason, I think the minister has decided to take uh, drastic action against Nesfus. But again, I want to say, this thing is really being abused. There was 60% dropout in the first year. No mechanisms to ensure that, you know, these learners that are getting these monies are actually utilizing it optimally for the right purposes, attending colleges regularly. There's no mechanisms in place. So it's just a free fall. That's why you find 60% dropout in the first year alone. So look at the amount of money that we spend in different sectors of government that has just been wasted and you're not getting value uh, for money. Well, in Gaza, as we know, numbers have risen to over 6,500 now dead with 1,400 Israelis. And uh, Israelis, well, the statement that they have made recently, they are only holding on to the attack on Gaza uh, 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 for a period of time, and then they are going to go ahead with it. They're talking about the release of hostages. They are talking about um, aid. But um, clearly, in fact, they're even going out and making sure that they are well prepared. So they are preparing apparently for their attack. Uh, Iran, of course, on the other hand, blames the United States for orchestrating this attack on Gaza and things. <laughs> and rightfully so. Because if you look at the aiding and abetting by these countries, uh, France, for instance, the UK, US, clearly indicates they want to escalate this into a full-scale war in the Middle East. And then what move the focus from what's happening in Russia, Ukraine, but more importantly, from BRICS itself. And that's perhaps um, what they are, their plans are. Now, there's something uh, very significant that the court ruled yesterday in the, in the North Houting High Court. 
both fathers and mothers are entitled to that four-month maternity leave. Even if you adopt children under two years old, you're entitled. So it's either the father can take it or the mother can take it, or they can shade between them two months and two months or either way that they want to do it. But according to the North Kalping ICAT, it is given, is suspended it though, asking, giving Parliament uh, what two years to actually correct it and rectify that. 47 pupils, this is a nice one, eh? 47, this is what the report says though. What is not nice is the fact that the children fell ill. But the report says 47 pupils fell ill because they ate looted snacks, snacks that were looted from a spaza shop. Wow. And everybody is everybody is concentrating on the fact that the children took ill out of it. But nobody is saying anything about the fact that they looted it to be able to eat it to end up in hospital for treatment. Now, whilst we have to be very careful about expired goods, foodstuff, and I've raised this, I've been raising it in Parliament for over 10 years, even when I was in the municipality in Itigwini. I've done raids with some of the police in, 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 this, in the flea markets on Sundays and things there. I've raised about many of the shops who out, you'll go there and you'll see they are selling expired goods, contaminated goods, because when a packaging is damaged, uh, particularly canned stuff, then they, I can tell you that all the possibilities are there that that stuff is going to be contaminated. And I learned that when I visited the, the Lucky Star uh, factory in Namibia, and they told us how important, so when any can is damaged, they don't send it out. They, they actually take it back even from their, whoever they supply it to. So the thing is, this, you know, these children now go out there, they're having looted snacks. Nobody's reprimanding them for doing the wrong thing. And unfortunately, they took ill. But then it also raises concerns. What is the quality of the stuff that is being sold in retail outlets, whether they're spaza shops or normal shops? And what are we going to do about that? Because that poses a serious risk. Now, expiry dates are not necessarily uh, 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 the end uh, date. You know, you could go beyond the expiry date depending on what kind of product you're talking about and things like that. It's a guide, basically. But it can't be, an, you know, no end date at all and that you can just go on for 10 years later. And, you know, it's not, it doesn't work like that. But uh, exploited by a very large extent. Now, let me also tell you who must take responsibility for this. is the wholesalers and manufacturers. Because what they do, Brother Shefford, is when they know that these things are expiring in a month's time or two months, short-dated items, they then sell them out very cheaply at a reduced cost to the outlets. And, and in many instances, even after they've expired because they haven't managed to get rid of them, these people are now buying the goods and selling them. So when you see these items at the shelves on special and things like that, even in the major supermarkets you can go there, always look at the dates. Always look at the dates. And you will see that sometimes it might sound cheap, but you're not going to be able to consume that in that period of time. So what's the point in buying it? It's not cheap if you don't need it. Now, especially a mother, when you say buy one and get three free, 
and then you notice <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do with that free one i mean like, you, know, spied you, know, already. You, know, brother, you you made a very important point this morning and perhaps we need to talk about it so let me tell you i was at an outlet the other day and i saw that they're selling this one liter custard which on a special can be at 19 rand 99 normal price is about 23 rand 24 rand maximum 25 rand that's what they sell and the beauty of this one you don't want to know they say custard on special buy one for 35 rand 95 or two for 50 rand watch this one for 35 rand or two for 50 rand Two for 50 red works are 25 red, which is still more than what they normally sell it for it's the normal bread. Okay? But one gone up to 35 red if you buy one. So look at how they tempt you. Look at the difference in the price between buying one and two. But the point we're trying to make here is this. Vote is not an option for you. Because it was not special in any case. They're just misleading you by making it look like that it is on special. Mm. You know, <laughs> so I can tell you, and nothing is being done. Yesterday, the Minister of Trade and Industry uh, was was uh, appeared before us as well. And the, and, and the focus was mainly on competition. And I raised the issue of, i give you a good example. There's an airline called SEMA, or some call it KEMA, but SEMA is the correct name. C-E-M-A-I-R. What a fantastic service. Smaller planes, but what a fantastic service they Whereas the bigger guys like Seven and others are actually, uh, you know, I, I raise the issue of how the prices go up. You sometimes get from Durban to Johannesburg over 3,000, 3,500 one way. And he agreed, he admitted it's a very serious problem, which they need to look at because there is some uh, 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 challenges that they have as far as legislation is concerned when it comes to that. Uh, uh, so they need to deal with that and make amendments. That is what he agreed on, the minister, yesterday. But the important thing is this, that despite the competition commission, and he spoke about them going to the retailers and things like that, not enough is being done, I can assure you. Not enough is being done. These guys are laughing all the way. If you go right now, just go into the shops now and go and see the price of goods right now compared to what it was a week ago. And you will see how they've increased their prices. But I want to tell you this, Brother George. Every item that I saw in that store that was on special, every item that I saw that was on special was clearly not a special at all. It was still much cheaper a week ago. But they're beating you on the system of if you buy one, you get this price, and if you buy two, it's at that price. That is how they do it. And psychologically, people think, hey, I'm saving you. In the meantime, you're not saving nothing. Mm, and the worst part is, uh, you know, you're getting these chips. Uh, my good friend Ayu Pando says, hey, uh, this weekend special is uh, chip nicks and uh, cheese and onions and tomato sauce and fritos. And, uh, you know, this is even there too. They tell you 35 rand for two or 15 rand each or 40 rand for three and so forth. I mean, you know what? They, uh, actually, they're making you eat more, Ahmed. I mean, you buying, opening the, your, your, your drawer, instead of, you know, we were like, if you have the small packet of uh, cheese and onions or whatever, we were satisfied. But here we're having packets upon packets because we got, we bought one, uh, we bought three for the price of one, where we got conned. We're conning ourselves into ill health, um, your thoughts. 
Well, yes, indeed, that's the one. The other issue is that you are wasting a lot. I'm going to give you a good example. I like to have a little scone, and I like the cocktail scones. Now, one of these supermarkets used to sell them in packs of six, and now they're selling them in packs of 12. Now, what is a person living alone going to go and do, and how long is it going to last? Because the sell-by date is one or two days later. What are you going to go and do in buying the 12? Uh, previously, if you wanted six days to break it up, now they don't. Strictly, you must buy the 12. Now, you are tempted to buy it, but you are wasting it. Then they are telling you you've got to buy one at this price and you, you get one free. Or, and, and yet the price still works out more. If you really look at it, go and investigate it. In all cases, it works out more. But the important thing is, is now you're going to eat more if you're going to buy that because what are you going to want to do? You don't want to waste it. You have to eat it. You have to finish it. So it comes back to the point you're making, Brother Shafford, that you now will go and eat more. And, mm. and nine out of ten of the things you're eating anyway is unhealthy. makes you sick. So you can yeah. see the problem that we are sitting on. So it does have, it's actually a very vicious cycle and has adverse effects on people. And psychologically, they know people when they see something on, you know, it's like this. You can put a big board there, 50% off, it must go. But how many people are going and looking at, well, after the 50%, what is the price? You will find more often than not, it, it was the same price that they must have sold six months ago. They increased, they doubled the price and they say they're giving you 40% discount. And people are not looking at that. Yeah, another thing that uh, that they talk about is that marinade. And they say, you know, I was, I was just seeing a clip the other day when the meat is about to go off. In most cases, they say what they do in order to, you know, the smell and the color, they marinate the meat and they sell it at an extra special, uh, not special, at a higher price. But you're getting yeah. old meat, Ahmed. I mean, uh, well, your comment? That, that is another thing that you need to look at. Now, remember, we never bought marinated meat when we grew up, Brother Shepard. <laughs> we marinated, our mothers marinated the food themselves. Mm. You know, but now you're buying these things, you're tempted, and it's, it's a fact. How are you going to know? Exactly how are you going to know uh, 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 when this thing was done, how long it is lying there on the chart? You're not going to know these things. So, so it's very important for you to, to, to note all those things. And let me tell you, these people are reckless. They're not going to want to lose. They, for them, everything must be a win-win situation. What would you do if you got extra food and you can't eat it? You're going to go out there and go and give it to somebody. Am I correct? You say a lot of people are hungry, let's mm. give it. No, they don't do that. Their instructions is just go there. No, you can't give it to anybody. They won't give it. But they don't, they don't think like the way we think that it's not going to affect you because you already come from Allah. You understand? It's not going to affect you. But no, for them, if they give it, no, it's a problem. So they don't give it. So uh, uh, if you notice also, that as the dates, uh, uh, if they made it yesterday, and in order for them to sell it one day or two days later, are you there, Brother Shafiq? Loud and clear, but yes. everyone's listening yeah. to you, the whole ummah. The, the, what they do is this, they reduce price. Reduce price, must clear, reduce price. But you're not really making people understand that the quality is also reduced, because it's already two days old. So these are some of the things our people need to understand. 
Nothing mm. is cheap if you don't need it. Now you'll have a Black Friday, you're going to have a few of them coming up now. But go and do your homework. You will find some one or two bargains here and there. But the question I want to ask you, does anybody sell things below cost? Can't sell below cost, because how do you survive if you sell below cost? Mm. How do you sell at cost and maintain all your, 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 your expenditure, your overheads? Can't, right? So when somebody says we're selling at cost, <laughs> there's no such a thing. When they're giving you a 50% discount, it shows to you how much profit they've been making before that they can reduce it now by 50%. That's all it shows you. But our mm. people, we don't realize that. And they play into your minds with this thing, you know, uh, 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 in terms of that they're giving you a special and they're reducing the price and birthday sale and anniversary sale and all kinds of sales. The only thing I haven't seen them doing is when the owners of these big businesses die, they haven't given on, you know, <laughs> debt sales. Maybe that's what they need to do, you know, to tell them when you're celebrating the death of your leader, the owner of this big empire, okay, you're going to give people. Like I give you a good example. Recently, the, leader, the owner of Pick and Pay died, right? So don't you think with all the money that they have made, they said, ah, you know, or as a reward for him, let's give some back to the community. You haven't seen that, no. Nothing of yeah. that sort. So it's all about profits and profits and profits. That's what it's yeah, the reality of, uh, you know, Wallahu khayru razikin and Allah is the best of providers. That's only inherent in uh, the house of Islam. It's an ayat of the noble Quran, which we believe in. And alhamdulillah, when you believe implicitly, implicitly that Allah is the best of providers, barakah follows uh, your life, Ahmad. Looking at a message from uh, our brother, uh, Ghaffar here, he said, assalamu alaikum, great chat indeed, uh, Ahmad. And, uh, Chef, uh, you bring it alive. And uh, I want to tell Ahmad Mansur Sheikh Imam uh, that he's a uh, friend, Aaron Masaledi, has declared war on spaza shops. He said every shop must be registered because they're getting away with taxes and they're buying uh, goods from the B-route or they're smuggling in. Uh, did Ahmed Mansur Sheikh Imam give uh, Aaron Masaledi the idea? Because I was so happy to hear that because these foreigners are running a record. I believe that is more the Somalis and the Ethiopians that are the culprits. Ahmed the how do you respond to your friend there? My brother, Jazakallah, for that, you're absolutely correct. I've been raising this about 30 times at least. Of um, and, and in fact, if you look at my supplementary question that's coming for the president next week, again, I'm raising it because we're talking about finances. We're talking about increasing in taxes. And yet there are millions of people in this country, foreign nationals, you know, and some locals, big conglomerates who are evading tax, illicit financial flows, money is leaving the country. Now, what I established is that there is no system. <laughs> and you made a very good observation there, my brother. When you open up a shop, whether it's a spaza shop or any kind of business in a local municipality, and all of them are in some local municipalities, there's supposed to be a link when you get that license to operate straight away directly through to SARS and things. That's what prompted me to tell the minister about two months ago, three months ago, maybe you should get off your backside and come with me 
and let me take you around and I'll show you how much of money you can collect. And when you collect that money, you can even go to the extent of reducing the taxes of the 15% people who pay taxes in this country. That's how much you'll collect. Because a minority of 15% are paying taxes to look after the entire country, while 85% of them are getting away with it. Now, that is not acceptable. So, And you cannot equal the playing field if you are going to be allowing some not to pay taxes and others to pay taxes. They can't be competitive as well. So these are some of the things that we need to look at very, very seriously. And I hope, and, and this, this, the statement by Aaron Mertzer, it is perfect. It's absolutely correct. But also, together with taxes, we need to start looking at quality. The quality of the products that people are selling. Now, in business, there's profit and there's loss. But it is very clear, you can't compromise the quality and make profits by putting the lives of people at risk, which is what is happening in a lot of instances. I remember raiding certain places every day I used to go to. They're in the CBD of Durban. With all the brothers, but I went one day to clear a state where this guy had a warehouse. Mm. You don't want to know what I saw, brother. You don't want to know. The entire yard was filled with goods that were expired, that were got, and I don't want to mention that the, the, the big wholesalers where it was coming from. And also it was coming from big business that were selling them off because they had weevils in them and all that stuff in all your um, uh, noodles and, and, and that stuff, macaroni, all that. And all these guys were doing, emptying those packets, removing the noodles and thing, removing the weevils, packing them into other plastic packets, thingy, and sending them out and selling them in the shops. That's what they were doing. You'll be shocked at the amount of expired goods used to go to that yard and from there used to be dispatched, repackaged and dispatched out. So tell me now. This is, it shows the lack of oversight and compliance mechanisms in the food sector. Is that not the reason why so many people are getting sick, so many diseases you are finding, and people are ending up in hospitals and dying at much younger ages than they ever used to before? Now, where is the people? There's only a minimal number of people are living 60, 70, 80, 90. People are starting to die very young. You are what you eat. And I hey, think you, we, I, I can tell you here in Gatesville mm -hmm. Shopping Center, there's a guy right in the corner there. I've been there 20 times. I've raised it even in Parliament all over. You just go there and you look at the quality of the stuff, all the expired the cans that are already dented and damaged and nah, nothing there in full view. So where is the city health department? Those that are aligned to the city, to where are they? Where is all these health officials? But I'll, and look at the kind of food they're selling on the streets. They have a carcass there that is clotted and cleaned the entire day it's lying outside there without refrigeration, in the heat and everything. And they are giving the people to eat these things. Is this not what giving rise to people getting sick? But yet you can go to some shops and one little tile is cracked, you'll give them a problem. But look at what is happening on the streets as well. It's okay for you to go and keep the meat outside in the entire day. 
and buy it and give it to the people to eat it. So I think we've got a major problem when it comes to compliance. It's a free no, you know, you make a very valid point indeed. And as you said, uh, you know, these are foodstuffs. And uh, mind you, the price on the street is not even, uh, it's maybe uh, 50 cents cheaper. I mean, you'd rather go and pay that uh, 50 cents and go and get the right uh, fresh stuff with a receipt. So, you know, if something goes wrong, you can, uh, you know, get the culprit or whoever, uh, uh, you know, done you down. Amada, you were absolutely mashallah this morning. Perhaps your parting words uh, uh, before you go. Well, you know, I want to say to our brothers and sisters, our people in Palestine are still going through a very difficult time. Now that aid is going through, although it's still minimal, and whichever way, whatever way, how little we can contribute, everything will count. But most importantly, the amount of duas that you give to the Palestinian cause is what will make the difference ultimately. So let us stand together and, 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 and let us... Make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives freedom to the Palestinian people, protects the Palestinian people, uh, and protects the Ummah all over the world. But more importantly, I think we must make dua that Allah gives us wisdom, gives us guidance, gives us direction, that we can put all our differences aside and unite under one banner. That is the route to success. That's the road to success. If we can only put our differences aside and ask ourselves, who are we? And if we can respond to that and be united, our people in Palestine and other places in the world, Syria, Iraq, all will not go through what they are going through. And we need to differentiate we need to differentiate between those that call themselves Muslims and those that are Muslims. And I think that's where we are at this point in time. Zakala khair, Ahmed. You have a mashallah blessed day ahead. Inshallah, we'll talk to you tomorrow this time. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi Yes, sir, that was a conversation uh, that we had with uh, Ahmad Banzur Sheikh Imam earlier on. And, uh, you know, the points uh, that he makes about uh, the different uh, things that are happening, especially when it comes uh, to expired food and of uh, these, uh, you know, spaza shops uh, that we go through, even the shops in the corner. Uh, who do we trust? Uh, you know, everything is uh, compromised, uh, but the price is still very uh, uh, competitive it's competitive and uh, you don't know the uh, uh, you know the shopkeeper that is selling you that is uh, someone that you can't uh, trust so it's someone that, that uh, you know when you look at him you know once bitten twice shy you know he did you down he won't be honest to you so what will he be doing to you the next time and the next time that you come uh, to him so inshallah be vigilant uh, vigilant when you are uh, shopping with uh, someone that you know is uh, uh, perhaps uh, buying uh, these types of things. Uh, what would you do? Yeah, bring it to his notice first. He said, uh, "Hi, you know what? I believe uh, this is expired stuff, and you're doing this. Please don't do that. You know, you in our community, we support you. We give you hundred percent support. If you don't uh, listen, and then we'll have to do the right thing. We'll go to the right channels and have you, you reported. But in the meantime, as a community, give uh, him." Uh, the uh, warning, give them the warning. And so inshallah, he know that, you know what, he gave me a break and I need to get my act together. Talking about uh, the situation in Palestine, it's really, it's really dire. It's sad indeed of what's happening there. And, uh, you know, just uh, people are talking about all the, uh, uh, you know, 
trucks that are kilometers upon kilometers not allowed to go in and all those goods uh, that you have bought and uh, whatever people have supported wonder what's going on because you know i recall many years ago uh, doing an interview uh, with a palestinian professor from uh, gaza and i already opposed the question to him and i said you know all the things that, that uh, we from south africa are sending you money and i said brother <clears throat> you know what these are all, most of these things are stopped at the Israeli border or, you know, at uh, where, where, where the Rafah crossing is and all that. And they wouldn't allow that. Even if they take it in, Israel takes it and loads them into sheds till they uh, become expired and uh, they are uh, useless. He said so much of medicine at that time was expired and, you know, they didn't know what to do with it, but destroy it and throw it away. So we hope and pray that, uh, inshallah, we get a... An answer, but if you read in between the lines, you will know exactly how to behave there. Yes, I'd like to thank uh, Lukolo for Top Tech uh, this evening. Keep it uh, locked on to Matka Sahaba for beautiful programming and a lovely Nashida that comes through from the team and I. Until we meet you again, we bid you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.